Welcome to See Your Strength, where we share stories and discuss ideas of resiliency, self-compassion, and hope. Maybe you're having a bad day. Maybe you are crushing your life. Either way, we are all in this journey together. So gather round and prepare to be inspired and lifted higher with me, your host, Amber Murray, and special guests. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of See Your Strength. Woohoo! Today we are born, like we're just little newborns here. So <laughs> bear with us as we kind of work out the kinks and figure out how to do a radio show. We're just super excited and thankful to uh, DSU and Radio St. George for giving us this opportunity to share some great stories with the world. Um, See Your Strength is a weekly show, and I'm going to be having all kinds of guests on every week, everybody from doctors to leaders to mechanics and stay-at-home moms. This is a place where we're going to share stories of life's hard knocks and get a little insight into how others have overcome some of their obstacles. I really believe that there is so much value in everybody sharing their journey because we're all spinning on this little ball around the sun together, right? (laughs) Which means we're all in this together. While everybody's circumstances and experiences and choices might be vastly different, we all have feelings, we all have triumphs, we all have failures, and it's really important to shed light on the realness of life, not just the Instagram version that a lot of us try to put out there and that we compare ourselves to and that we see a lot. Uh, That said, I'm your host, Amber Murray. Um, I started a little company uh, a little over a year ago from my own personal struggles with suicide, anxiety, depression, PTSD, all of that stuff. We can get into my journey at some point down the road. But um, for right now, it's important for you to know that I have anxiety right now. (laughs) Trust me, you probably would too. Um, (laughs) And I don't know about you out there listening, but my anxiety can make me awkward. (laughs) So I appreciate you guys laughing along with me at myself throughout this time. Uh, With that said, I'm super excited and honored and just beyond the moon excited to have one of my dear friends and a super powerful woman. Her name is Elise West. She's our very first guest. So sit back, crank it up, and we're going to just dive into some life goodness together. Now, not only is Elise one of the kindest souls you could ever meet, but she built a local coffee shop here in St. George, Utah called Afogado. If you're in the area and you haven't checked it out, you are missing out big time. Right now, she can be found in the Unicorn Hatch Labs building. Um, it's up off of, what is it, 1000 East? Yeah, 1000 East and Red Hills, Red Hills Parkway. Parkway. Perfect. Um, so stop by, tell her hi, tell her, hey, I heard you on the radio. <laughs> She'll love it. <laughs> Welcome, Elise. I'm so excited and so happy you could be here today. Thank you so much, Amber. Yeah. And I have anxiety too, so. <laughs> we can just be awkward together. I know. We do that well together. <laughs> yes, that's probably why we're friends already. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, before we dive in and I ask you all sorts of meaty questions, I was hoping you could just take a quick minute and give us a little background about yourself. Well, I am in my 60th year. Actually, I'm still 59. I turned 60 this year, which I am really excited. My 50s have been marvelous. But leading up to January of 2019, uh, it has 
been a thrilling adventure. It has been a devastating, um, challenging times um, in life. And I think as, as you and I were talking earlier, you know, life in general is just difficult, whether you have gazillions of dollars or whether you're on the street. And the important thing for me as my as I've journeyed through all of these 60 years is to rely on listening to myself, uh, listening to the quiet, and then also spending precious time with my family and friends that have done nothing but have been supportive and have listened to all my rants and raves and my triumphs and tears and hugs. So, um, so I've been an entrepreneur ever since I was a little kid. I remember wanting to have my own business for a very, very long time. So um, to be able to experience that this year, it's a powerful year, January. Uh, I think the, it's off to a running start. I think mm-hmm. most of you will probably agree with me. 2019 is going to be spectacular. It's a year of transformation. And I feel that. And uh, to be able to start this year out and spend time with my friend Amber for her show is just really a, a treat. It's Aww, precious time. So thank you. I love you. you. You're welcome. I love you. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, now, Elise, you know we're here to create a space of discussing all things about resiliency and self-compassion and hope. And I would really love and be honored if you would share with all of our listeners a time in your life where those topics resonated with you. It could be anything. It's There's no limit to it. But just whatever you're feeling that, um, you know, something from your journey, as you say, <laughs> that that you feel like would be a value for everybody. Well, without any doubt, it was just last year, the year of 2018, uh, Journey to Hell and Back, you can call it. (laughs) Um, I mean, we've all, I think we've all been through very difficult times and I've certainly had my share of, of, uh, you know, losing family members, losing loved ones and uh, health issues and health challenges. But really last year, I feel like uh, the universe was saying, oh, you want your own business? Okay, well, bring it on. Mm -hmm. Um, This is what I'm going to... um, This is what's going to happen. And so to have that year of challenges, um, of digging really, really deep, which I thought I knew myself pretty well, um, I was able to experience um, kind of a depth of of, uh, my own inner strength um, like no other year that I've experienced. Um, And that is because I, uh, I wanted to start a business um, and so I, I was able to purchase a, a truck in Phoenix, uh, just a little truck, uh, you know, 15 feet like high. A and, food truck? Yeah, 24 feet long, more like a monster truck. Bring it to St. George and have a year of, uh, of, of an education. I'm calling it my year of education because it taught me a lot about owning my own business, about employees, about this marvelous community that I call St. George mm-hmm. um, and honored to be a part of. Um, and so it brought a lot of opportunity to, uh, like I mentioned, to really dig deep. Last year was definitely my hardest, but, uh, but I wouldn't trade it because I now know the true meaning of the word grit. Right. So let's walk through that a little bit. So walk me through, you know, when you got this idea in your heart that you wanted to do a, a food truck to do a coffee on a food truck. What, what was that like for you? Well, my plan actually was not to have a, it didn't even cross my mind. I wanted to have a coffee house, a brick and mortar. And um, as I'm living in St. George, finding commercial space is very challenging. 
um, for a lot of reasons. But uh, to be able to, um, uh, when I, the, the last rejection over the phone, oh, this space is not going to work. It's I hung the phone up and went, well, crap, I'm just going to, I'm going to find me a coffee truck and start there. Determination, and, uh, there's yes, that grit, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's that stubbornness, actually. Yeah, the stubbornness, <laughs> the grit, you know, the sarcastic, oh, well, I'll show you. Right. So uh, was able to find one on Craigslist thanks to a friend of mine who had seen it. And um, and so I thought, sure, I can do a coffee truck. I knew nothing about how to operate a coffee truck. Had you ever nothing. had a coffee store or knew nothing. anything about coffee? El so. Zippo. Like <laughs> nothing. So I thought, sure, I could do a coffee truck. You go into food trucks all the time and you think, ooh, how fun. It right? just looks like so much fun. Um, not knowing the background, not knowing the the city regs, you know, all the regulations you oh have to goodness. go through and the paper, paperwork. And so we made it a journey to Phoenix and, and worked on the truck a couple of times. And then, uh, and then ended up uh, through some friends of mine who purchased, were able to purchase the truck as an investment, and brought it to uh, to St. George. And then the work, the work began. So when you got that truck, did you feel like, oh my baby, you're finally here with me? Was it yeah. an instant sort of, you know, magnetic, just that no. overpowering feeling? No, the first time I saw the truck, and it's uh, magnificent because it was a beautiful truck. I thought. Oh my gosh, uh, what am I getting into? <laughs> Can I do this? So but you had that, that sense, oh yeah, definitely. But the sense of resiliency, and I think the challenge, because I love a good challenge, huh, uh, it was, um, it was there, and there was that spunk in me that's like, of course you can do this. Like, what makes you think you can't? Right. I just so. love this story because um, I'm 42 and even in your 40s, you get sort of this idea that starting over or doing something outside of the norm is beyond what you should be doing. Um, And you get a little kind of tingle or voice inside you or passion for something. And I love the story of it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter how many adventures you've already had, survived, overcome. You can always make the decision to just go, you know what? I really don't know anything about a coffee or a coffee truck, but I want to do this and try it. And so I'm going to. And there's that element of risk there, facing failure in case it fails, facing success, which sometimes is more scary than failure for some people. But knowing that you have that opportunity, our lives, we can stop whatever we're doing and create mm-hmm. them into whatever we want. Mm-hmm. That, that's power. That is powerful. You are a shining example of that power. So, all right. So (laughs) get me through. So we got the truck and we get to St. George and everything's just rocking and rolling along. You set up, you set it up. um, We have kind of a a main, it's not our main street, but it's a big street Mm -hmm. um, called Bluff Street. And so she was able to find a space there off of Bluff Street where she could keep it permanently. Everybody loved it. Everybody loves you. Um, Elise is probably not one to toot her own horn, but she not only has great product, but everything she does, she puts so much love into. And I really think when you are passionate about things, it shows in everything you touch. Everybody notices, oh, this isn't just, you know, a regular cup of coffee. That Somebody poured their love into this for me and it makes everything a little bit better. So she's sitting there on that main street. She's got that coffee truck going the words getting out in the community. Um, we met, I think, right around that time, right when you first started, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, within a few months. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so what happens next, Elise? Where, what happens? Well, I, I, th- I think that what I'd like to comment on is that it's easy to think that you can't. Um, but in my opinion, it's easier to say, I can, and I'm going to go for it regardless. And then learn along the way because you're never going to know it all. Truth. So when you're start, especially starting in your own business. And so, and so I think for me, it's like, I can do this. And, and, and again, thanks to friends, thanks to family, thanks to the support that I had, because I, uh, uh, I don't, I could not have done it without that. But, uh, so the truck ran for 11 months. Sometimes it ran, sometimes it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's like, this was a, you know, a Ford engine. It was built in 1988 in Brazil. And it's part of the you know, adventure. It's part of the adventure. <laughs> and you have two choices when you speak of an adventure. You can go for it or you can give up. Right. And I'm not one to give up easily. <laughs> um, and I, I also think too that... Uh, it's, it's so much of a learning process and all of the, all of these valuable lessons that you learn along the way. So yes, it was very frustrating because it was an old truck, but, uh, but I, I tend to, to always think on the side of, you know, how full is your glass Mm -hmm. and the support that I received from the community. They were with me a hundred percent. I would do Facebook and Instagram posts and it was nothing but love and support That's the entire. Awesome. So finally, uh, I actually, because I'm a, a bit of a workaholic, I, I worked myself into the ground the same day that the truck broke down for oh. good. So I'm sorry, but I just, that, that's just no accident. Universal time yes. in there. So, so I took three weeks and did nothing but sleep. Oh, wow. And then the opportunity came to pre, um, to keep Afogato alive, which I really wanted to. It was my baby. I wasn't going to give up, and I did the farmer's market, so I did that for three Saturdays. What is it? What does it feel like when you're in that space of your body gives out on you, your emotional capacity gives out on you, your mental capacity gives out on you, yeah. and then your source of income? Yes, gives exactly. Out on you? Because it, whether you have a business or a job or anything, you know, all of those things, as you get older in life, you realize are not constant and they're not guaranteed. And so what is that, what did that feel like for you to have it just kind of all collapse at the moment? Was it instantly you were like, I'm going to get back up and show you? Was there a period of, I need to kind of accept this and mourn what's going on for a minute or what? It was definitely a little bit of both. Yeah. Because it was devastating because my business, I didn't know what was going to happen to Afogato. I didn't know what was going to happen to that year of, of all of that hard work and determination um, so one minute, it depended on the minute, one minute I was feeling rejuvenated. Um, and then the next minute I was sleeping for three hours and I'd wake up and, and, uh, you know, kind of wander around the house. Like, well, how am I going to do this? Um, I, I, I really didn't know. And so it really is, that's when my mantra really, um, showed itself to its fullest and my mantra has been the last couple of years how do I want to spend my moments yeah and that that's what keeps it simple for me it's what keeps me grounded is how do I want to spend my moments and um and and to not discount the fact that okay I'm going to feel bad right now because it does catapult you into into uh the next step and that was for me let's what are my options? Right. You've slept for three weeks. 
Now get off your butt. And what's what's next? Right. But there is, I think, we sometimes dismiss or yes. don't value enough that quote unquote downtime, not just downtime physically, but that downtime mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, um, emotionally, spiritually, all of it. Yeah, all of it. Uh, there is value in that contrast. Well, right? that's when you're <laughs> listening to the quiet. That's when you, how can, how can things happen in your heart and in your mind if, if you're running around a hundred miles an hour? Right. Uh, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of chaos, which is actually part of my tagline, but it's when it's in those quiet moments that profound results and profound feelings can really bring a lot of clarity. And I love drinking from that clarity bucket. It is powerful. I will say I've experienced that in my life and it is powerful. Um, it's definitely, uh, as far as my opinion, unattainable mm-hmm. without, you can't know what you want without knowing what you don't want. And sometimes events happen in your life and you go, well, I know for sure I didn't want that. Yep. So now I know what I do want. And it allows you to kind of refocus if you're paying attention to that. If you um, honor those feelings of I don't want this, allow them to sit with you until you kind of figure out, well, what would feel just a little bit better? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is power in that clarity. And it will happen. Yeah. And it will happen. I think that's that's an important message as well is that, Everybody goes through these times yeah. of, what am I going to do? And everything's falling apart. And it seems like everywhere I turn, nothing is going how I planned. Yeah. And perceptions of people. Yeah. Because people thought, oh my gosh, you know, you've got it all together and right. you're so powerful and you're resilient and you're strong and, and all that. And inside I'm, a, I'm just total mush. Right. Like, I don't know what you're talking so, about. <laughs> so on that topic, when you were feeling like the mush, as you say, was it difficult for you to acknowledge that to people i know for myself it's taken me a long time and even still um i'm very open and honest yeah. you know you're about, very transparent very transparent friend. about everything but there's still some times where i am feeling worse than i let on because there's that sort of um it's not stoicism but it's mm-hmm. i don't want people to think i'm that bad or something but sometimes when you are feeling really down you need to let people know so so what did that look like for you when, when all of that kind of fell apart? Obviously, people know from the outside, like, yeah. oh, she's having a hard time. But how do you reach out to your friends? And was there anything that they did in particular that, you know, maybe some of our listeners mm-hmm. who have a friend who's going through a hard time go, oh, that was a way to approach that person with grace. That was a way to honor that person and approach them. Was there anything mm-hmm. that anybody... Well, I you? pretty much wear my, wear my feelings on my sleeve. So my friends knew and they... They, some of them stopped by, um, some of them called, some of them texted, uh, you know, of course my kids, my family were there, um, uh, through texts and phone calls. Uh, but it was also, uh, a time, you know, to respect that self care that I knew I so desperately needed. So, um, so it was, it was definitely both. I mean, people were encouraging on Instagram and Facebook and I would respond positively. (laughs) Um, but yeah, my closest friends and family knew that it was, it was rough. However, they also knew that that I would make it. Like it, right. it, like it would happen. With you know, eventually, it was just a matter of of you know of being patient and knowing that 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 would happen. And I think along those lines too. You know, I've been, I've been, I've moved around a lot 
Mm-hmm. I've lived in a lot of homes. Uh, I've I've had a lot of jobs. There are those that think that that's unstable, and then there are those that celebrate that because that is you are listening to your, you know, to your to your calling of your sense of adventure, um, and uh, some people respected that, and others, you know, felt that there was, you know, in, st- in some instability with that. But that that has what has led me to today. That has what has given me that resilience because I'm because you you can't be afraid to just yeah you got to tune those voices out absolutely and it's so easy to yeah yeah to get caught up in we all have enough of our own self doubt you don't need other people piling their doubt Mm -hmm. on top of you Mm -hmm. you know Um, I love that your friends kind of knew that you would pull out okay Mm -hmm. and were able to sit in the space with you and look you know. I think part of that is moment to moment, our feelings and emotions change and our circumstances change. And when that, you know, kind of come apart happen, uh, there's a quote I love, heaven forbid, I don't have Google available right now to read it perfectly. And um, it's by Cynthia something, but it basically states that, you know, if you were to watch a seed cracking open to become a plant, it would look like a horrible mess because you see all the guts coming out of it and yeah, he would, it's got to go through a lot yeah, of dirt. <laughs> if you didn't know it was going to transform into a plant, you would think, Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, there's like, this is terrible looking, but, but it's that kind of coming apart that allows you to grow. So, absolutely, you know, I'm sure when that all first happened, you couldn't even imagine like three weeks down the road, you would have a new plan in place. You wouldn't imagine where you are today, a year ago. And so there's something to be said in the, just buckle in and hang on, you know, <laughs> and let go and let go, let yeah. it, let it, let it That's play when the out. magic happens. Yeah. Let it play out. So, so tell us, you know, what happened three weeks later, like what that come apart happened. And then yeah. three weeks later, what? Uh, well, and I think along with that too, it's okay to say, I don't know, you know, like if, if people ask you Power. what's going on, I don't know. Power. I just, I don't know. Yeah. And to, to let it sit back. So it was really cool because we were at the third farmer's market and, um, Haley Deirdreff, who is, uh, was a, has been a regular customer comes up to me and says, you know, there's this space up where I work inside the unicorn, uh, hatch labs and it's just sitting empty. So uh, let me text my, uh, you know, the owner and see my, my boss and see what's available. So sure enough, like within minutes, she texted <laughs> or she texted him and he responded back. Yeah, you know, have her come and take a look. So that was the last farmer's market. And three weeks later, I was, uh, I was, I had set up camp. I had gone down to Vegas and picked up some equipment Um yeah, I found a really cool espresso machine thanks to my buddies at Perks, you know, espresso, mm-hmm. uh, Perks Coffee. And um, and it absolutely, I think about that now and it's, and that it came together in three weeks. Now, granted, it's a very funky spot. Yeah. But this, I was at the city offices every day. They were marvelous to work with me and, and they were rooting for me as well. So, so three weeks about, later. It was about six weeks total. Total. So, yeah. you know, in the scheme of, a whole lifetime, six weeks is, it's you crazy. know, a minute, a blink. <laughs> but when you're sitting in that space of, I don't know, and then recreating something new, and then it's almost like starting a new business over in a yeah. sense, because now you have to figure out logistics and how it's going to work and look and get more people redirected there. I mean, you have a different set of challenges, but mm-hmm. but six weeks is a, is, is a yeah, big a, testament. Yeah, it was crazy. 
too. And, and I didn't know if anybody, if anybody first off, was going to find the place because it's in a, it's in a big warehouse uh, behind Tropical Smoothie, and that's been challenging too. Is you know just being able to have our customers find it if they haven't been there the first time, but it's working. Right. And, and it's beautiful uh, now. Yeah, I it's mean, really and fun. you're beautiful. You Aww. you glow so bright. And and I I know we're running up on our time here. It goes so fast. But I am grateful for you to share some of that story with us and to just share a snippet so that we can all understand that we've all been in your place. We have all had stuff fall apart, whether it's, you know, a job, a marriage, a business, a family, a, a, a death of a family or friend, mm-hmm. you know, we've all, our health, we've all had things fall apart. And there's just power in hearing other people and seeing other people. And so I truly am grateful that you wanted to share with us today that you were so open and honest with us and transparent and gave us some really good advice too of hang tight, you know, think about how you want to choose your moments. Um, things don't have to be perfect. I, I, you didn't explicitly say that, but they don't have to be perfect. Yeah. You don't, if you have an idea for something, you don't have to wait for the universe to, you know, make everything pretty and perfect yeah, and aligned and, and in your control because control is an illusion. There is no such thing as perfection. There's just do what makes you feel happy right now. And for sometimes in life that looks like I need to sleep for three weeks, like you said, to be yeah. happy. And sometimes it looks like I need to start a new journey. And sometimes it looks like I need to, you know, just do a load of laundry. <laughs> Ask yourself in those moments, what do I want my moments to look yeah. like? I love that mantra. And to have, and to really have a true respect for yourself. Uh, yes. and, and to, you know, when I think about Afogado uh, and what his, what it has evolved to be, I love a good story. And one of my favorite things are when customers come in, they take my hands and they start crying at the Aww. register or they're laughing or they're sharing a story with me. I mean, that's that's why I have Affogato. Right. It's a gathering space that just happens to serve really good coffee and other beverages. Yeah. So to me, that's You're that's intersecting golden. in people's journey. I love the you know? stories and they share. I love stories too. So Aww. on that note, Amber. Elise, I just love you. <laughs> Thank you so I much you for too. making this the best first episode ever. To everybody out there listening, I um, again want to say thank you to Radio St. George and Dixie State University for you know letting us use the facilities and create this show and this space where we can share these powerful stories. Uh, remember, if you didn't get a chance to catch the whole story, you can see this replayed on Facebook at Radio St. George Facebook page or at my business page, See Your Strength. Um, until we meet again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, that's when we're going to be here every week. This is Amber Murray encouraging you to keep shining bright because you are really brilliant. All my love.